Welcome to Red Man's Take, the go-to podcast for everything Cornell wrestling, produced by Big Red Sports Network. Hi, this is Brendan Furman. I'm joined by my co-host, Andrew Berriesa. Hi, guys. Today is our second episode. Thanks to everyone who tuned into the first one. This episode features an exclusive interview with Yanni Diakamahalis, recorded two days before our Harvard-Brown dual meet. Today we'll be talking to Yanni Diakamahalis. We'll get to hear about his journey to Cornell, recent performances, goals for this season, and finish up with a lightning round of questions. As a reminder, you can listen to Cornell BRSN's weekly podcast, Around the Gorge, for the latest updates around Cornell sports. Our team was recently featured in the weekly spotlight after our commanding win over Army. Search Around the Gorge on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And remember to follow Big Red Sports Network on social media at Cornell BRSN. Okay, now let's welcome Yanni Diakamahalis to the podcast. Welcome, Yanni. Great to have you today. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. I'm excited for this, so it should be pretty fun. Good. Glad to hear it. We know you wanted to be here today. Thrilled for it. I'm ready. I know you did. Two days before a match, you know, you're ready. Who do we have this weekend? So this weekend we have Brown and Harvard on Saturday. We got Harvard at 1 o'clock, Brown at 3 o'clock, and uh, it's our first Ivy League competition of the season. So, you know, we've had some really good and really bad results, I feel like, this season. You know, maybe some things that went really well and some things we didn't want to happen. So, you know, this is our chance to get going where we want to and start to take over the conference. Well said. Well said. First question, what made you choose Cornell Wrestling? So, obviously, everybody has dreams of being a national champ, and everybody coming out of high school, right, you know, thinks that they're going to do great things. But, you know, that doesn't always happen, and I feel like at Cornell, it was a place where I had every single resource and every coach, wrestling partner, you know, weight room access that I needed to be a national champ but you know if if the wrestling wasn't going to work out or I just I didn't have the career that I wanted to I had the choice to get into something completely different and be really successful in that field and I feel like now that I've been here the other thing that I noticed is you're kind of around a lot of high achieving people and just kind of being in that setting where you have people who are trying to be great can help push you to continue to be great very nice um if it did it being in New York? Did that have a that have the home state or? factor? I mean, it definitely made it easier for my parents. My you know, I my dad was at practice two days ago. Like they uh, they love coming up and visiting, and they like that you know if anything's going on, I can come home. Nice. So definitely having it close to home and being near my family, I think is. A, and New York being one of the top twenty five wrestling states, it's got to be at least in the top two ahead of Pennsylvania. And it's easily in the top fifty though. Got to be easily in top top fifty maybe. Yeah, at least. Puerto Rico is what a ter- U.S. territory. Uh, so, DC yeah. does that count? Oh, DC Thacker. DC Thacker, Thacker might man. be listening to this. Say later. Thacker throwing air combos right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, next question. So, next question: Who is a former teammate that has had a lasting impact on you? Former teammate. Yes. Yeah, not current. We know the answer would be Thacker as well, but Thacker yeah. or us. <laughs> Hey, you could say us. Could be you guys. I you guess. could say us could if be. you want. If Probably you want not. Us, but. Oh, man. I remember, God, there's a lot of guys that come to mind, but I think about, like, Jeremy Sweeney. I mean, there's a couple <laughs> guys. Goat. Dude, he was that awesome. Was, that was he was a great, said that. Yeah. great guy. Um, and Chaz Tucker and Noah Bauman, kind of for different reasons, but 
Like, Sweeney, I remember going to Vegas my freshman year, was the only guy in the lineup who I didn't really know, didn't have any kind of prior relationship with, and I, I like, I didn't really know him that well. And then uh, when we were in Vegas competing, you know, he didn't really cut any weight, and because of that, he was really relaxed the entire trip, like, didn't really get stressed out by competition or anything like that. And just I, like you. Well, now, just like me. <laughs> because of Sweeney. All right. <laughs> yeah, just like me. <laughs> Sweeney, uh, I remember I used to get so nervous, and he'd be like, dude, what are you so worked up for? You're just going to go beat the guy, aren't you? <laughs> I'd be like, That's so sweet. I, that I, is a very I guess so. He's like, say. yeah, dude, take the stick out of your butt and go beat that guy. <laughs> and then ever since then, I've been super relaxed going into matches. I just try to be as relaxed as I can. So, And then just Chaz and Noah were guys who were really helpful for my wrestling career. I mean, Chaz was probably my best training partner for a good two or three years there, and Noah was just like kind of in a similar spot for me, so... Definitely those guys were, like, the first three that came to mind. But Sweeney's was, like, a funny one. He would just, like, make fun of me and tell me to relax because I was being a little kid, and that was, like, what made me wrestle better. Dude, Sweeney is a solid, solid teammate. Solid pick. teammate. He's, Sweeney's a man, dude. He gave everybody haircuts for, like, a year. We need to get yes. Sweeney on the podcast. We do. We, we got to get his barber shop. Celebrity. Too. Celebrity podcast. Yeah, like a double Alumni. Guest. A double oh, feature. Alumni you guys, episode. You, you guys need yeah. to get, like, a heavyweight podcast where it's, like, you, Flynn... <laughs> That's you get, and then you get like Yusuf that's and Sweeney on the podcast. That's, that's behind and the paywall. That's behind <laughs> the paywall. We'll have to. That'll be on Rockfin or something. Yeah, it's a premium <laughs> Heavyweight only podcast. Yeah, <laughs> sponsored by uh, Heavyweight Nation Instagram. All right, yeah. Yes. Next question: You are on a desert island. What five books are you bringing? Five. Five. It has to be five, five. books. Wow. <laughs> I'm definitely taking book of five ranks. This is okay. I don't know what that is, but okay. Musashi yeah. Miyamoto, it's about his life as a Should samurai. It's got some really cool stuff. Yeah, Should okay. Yeah. I'm going to go The Art of War by Sun Tzu, which I don't know if that totally counts as a book, but I'm counting it as a book. Go Why, for it. Okay, yeah, sure. It's like a series Why of, wouldn't it count as a book? Technically, it's just a series of like entries by him oh, okay. into a book, but I'm counting it. It's like The Diary of Anne Frank. You could say that. Or oh, Diary okay. of a Wimpy Kid. Oh, yeah, okay. But it, Diary, um, of, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid, all okay. five of my books. So, Yanni's bringing Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Okay. And then, uh, I remember Noah B. had me read this book called Five People You Meet in Heaven. That was oh, a, I've heard about that. was a good one. It's definitely yeah. a little different than my usual flow Inspo. of things, but Inspirational. it was good. Nice. And after that, it gets a little sticky. I kind of, I really liked reading 1984. Yeah, 1984. He's a four. He's a four I, I really liked well, reading Well, I don't know if we really counted Diary of a Wimpy Kid, but if you Okay, then what's, okay, never you, Go on. Go I lost on, count. On, go on. But I, I also really liked reading 1984 okay. in high school, and it's fun when you play. Orwellian, man. Yeah. And it's fun to, like, play the game where you're like, I wonder if this would ever happen. <laughs> you, like, sit there and yeah. think about it for a yeah. while. Do I have to say another one? Yeah. Yeah, just keep listing all the books you know, actually. Just keep listing books? <laughs> we yeah. read To Kill a Mockingbird in school. Wow, you would read To Kill a Mockingbird. Well, we read it in school. Island? You said every book that I know. Okay. You wouldn't pick the Bible? You know, I'm... Gonna be honest, this might get me canceled. Yeah. <laughs> I have never read the Bible. Wow. Start to finish like that. Interesting. I probably could probably well, thank should you, take ladies it. and gentlemen. Right. Next, <laughs> next podcast we'll be having. All right. Ne- next question. Next question. Um, did you grow up with a dog? No. Fun fact. Or any pet. We had no pets because any pet. <laughs> <laughs> My parents were not really big pet people. My Mom grew up with a dog, and my grandma like had a dog and stuff. But 
the only t animal that we really ever had growing up when I was little, probably three or four years old, we had this little hamster. And it, I terrorized my parents with the hamster. Like I would let it out all the time and run around the house. And like I, after that, I think like that pet traumatized my parents. We never had like the the best thing we ever got was like fish when you went to. The fish. If you had to pick a dog, what breed would you get? English bulldog, real sloppy, really? like really wrinkly. Okay, oh. that's kind of cute. I like that. I, I just think they're cool, and they like got that funny snort to them that I like. Nice. They have respiratory problems. Well, I take care of you it. You like that? I okay. feed him. Take care of it. I believe you. Let, Let him no, get some outside air. No, I believe that you'd be. I think you'd be a good dog owner, if that means anything coming. From it does. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Next question: Can you describe your girlfriend in ten words or less? Oh, Jesse. She. Uh, she was. Oh, that's a, her name, Jesse. Yeah, my girlfriend's name is Jesse. All right, five to go. <laughs> um, she was a gymnast at Cornell. She uh, works at Cayuga Med Way now. Over the ten word limit. My girlfriend was a gymnast at Cornell. That sounds right. That's under. 10. Can I say I met yeah. my girlfriend at Cornell? Sure. There we go. That's another reason. <laughs> there you go. Good reason I ended up here. Sure. She's still stuck here because of me. So <laughs> I hope she appreciates that little shout out that she gets. Did Did Jesse choose to to work in Ithaca, or are you part of the reason why she? Picked you know, if you asked her, she would say it just happened to work out that way. So it was world, almost like an world. opportunity. Yeah, like her uncle worked at the hospital, and she was originally looking at doing some consulting stuff, and then I think she kind of realized at some point she wanted to work at hospitals. But to work at a hospital, you kind of have to get into it earlier. So she was behind the a ball and kind of like knew some people and got it set up here, and then she's going to go back to grad school at some point. Oh really? For hospital administration, oh, yeah, yeah. so she says, and allegedly, allegedly, we'll see if she makes it. I'm kidding. She's smart, but uh, yeah. So she wants to work at a hospital and not like a nurse or a doctor. She works in a uh, patient quality. What are, what are your parents' thoughts about? Jessie? You know, I think they like Jesse. Do they approve? I think so. I mean, she's been home and met them. My mom's always the tougher go. She so. Because my dad is, like, so tough on me, and she thought my dad would be, like, the hard one. But my dad was easy. He just watched TV. And, like, his big test was he gave Jesse, like, an ice cream bar, and she just, like, ate it. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like, I love that test. Yeah. And the he, real litmus test. And he just, like, kind of went about, like, he would complain if he didn't like what he saw on TV, or he'd talk about, like, whatever came up. And then, like, I don't know, she left, and he's like, oh, I like her. And, like, that was all I needed. <laughs> But, I mean, it's always like that. I feel like, I don't know. My, like, Jesse probably spends more time with my mom, but, like, my dad's way easier because he just wants to, like, do whatever he's doing and then have you not bother him, which is pretty straightforward for, for old Baba. That's cool. If you can talk about wrestling with him, it's, like, plus 100. But Je can Jesse... Does Jesse understand wrestling at this point? She understands... Did she... Okay, well, first... Sorry. Does she have any prior knowledge of wrestling she like, before didn't know it. what wrestling was she didn't know a single was a single she called it a leotard because that's what gymnasts wear that's fine she knew that's nothing fine. but she she grinded she learned freestyle really well because right when jesse and i started dating was right at the end of my sophomore year so after that i took an olympic red shirt and then a second one so before the season started this year i had to like sit down with her and like explain to her folk style rules and like show her a match Wait, how, how did you sit down and I, I, like, it pulled up a match on YouTube. What like, match? What match? What match? What match? What match? I think it, it was probably one of mine. Oh. <laughs> it had to be. had to be one of mine. She would be uninterested. If she wouldn't be interested, it. otherwise. She'd be like, who are these people? But, ironically, 
Jessie must have some kind of brain on her because she says freestyle greater than folk style, which really? is one hundred percent. Wow, you're a big fan of that. Her biggest complaint about folk style is the mat wrestling. Yeah, she's like she said her, in Jesse words. She's like, I like when you take the guy down and then you stand back up. Is that biased by you at any in any way? <laughs> Probably. It would, it, it would help if I ever pinned people, or if that wasn't exactly what, what I were, said. I hate. Are you allergic to pins? Huh? Are you allergic to pins? You know, I think it's been more of a disease where like my ability to pin has gone down. Because my freshman year, I had seven pins, and my sophomore year, I had like. Four or five. <laughs> this year fire. I have zero pins. You're going for the anti-pinning. I'm record. going for the anti-pin record. Like most, <laughs> what if you could make greatest... it a whole season without a pin? I was almost going to pin that guy from Army. That's why I had to hurt him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for the greatest win to pin ratio possible. So it's like Dude, I get no pins, only fire. wins. <laughs> I didn't actually. I didn't actually. Didn't actually on no, he was super Wait, nice. That's on purpose, though. Maybe we'll start a. <laughs> that guy. I talked to that kid no, after no, the no. match. He, he's really nice. Kid. He is so nice. Yeah, he is. Felt really bad about oh. that, but I think he's okay. I hope he's okay. Yeah. All right. Next question. <laughs> Very tailored to you. This next question. Um, describe your perfect sword. Oh, yeah, we read your tweet today. We yeah. Tweet so today. the sword. Infatuation began because Jesse actually, for my birthday last year, got me a katana. Which I'm, what is it? What is, what is so a katana? A katana is, is a that? Japanese sword. It's about fifty centimeters long. Cortana. No, it's, it's longer than that. Probably seventy-one, I think. And katara. Oh, guitar hero. Guitar hero. <laughs> and it's got so the way it, it's just like a sword, right? But the handle part has like an under wrap and then an, a wrap over the top so mine's like black under and red over the top very cornell and the the cover the we'll cornell call it fan. is also red very red which i like go big red go Some big red say. yeah said. you should name go the big sword red. big red i probably i should give it a good name right now it's just my sword because i only have one of them you should give it something really cool like hearts bane no, i took that from game of thrones i'm sorry yeah, like <laughs> crimson red stab yeah, sword. Like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've describe I've been, your perfect sword. Literally every day, I wake up thinking about getting a new sword. I don't know if I have. I in a perfect world, I guess the if sword you had to that I would smith get your own sword. Or so outsource oh, that's, it. That's a good question. Here's a here's the thing. If I was gonna pick like my perfect sword, I would want one that I know a samurai used to fight with. Okay. Oh. Like so if I could get Misashi Miyamoto's sword. It's probably in a museum somewhere for like thousands and thousands of dollars. But thousands probably. Would you a steal lot it? More than that. Would I steal it? Maybe if I could outsword fight the if other like, people. Okay, like yeah, if I could yeah. chop bullets and stuff, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. That'd be like cool. if movie. you challenged the owner to a duel, <laughs> and <laughs> it was like winner gets the sword, and winner gets the sword, you would do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do I die if I lose? Yes, honor. Yeah, I have no, to. Of course, it's a well. Yeah, it's otherwise I'd have sword. to. Yeah. I'd have to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'd probably train for a couple of years, like maybe I'd step away Going from the mountains. Step away from wrestling for a little bit and just focus on my swordsmith. So if you ever step away from wrestling for a little bit and everybody's like, Where did he go? I went That's to mountains to train. Yeah, I might have even gone no to social Japan. Media. Where is he? Yeah. And he's up in the mountains yeah. of Japan. Training with my sword. The sword. Training with my <laughs> red sword, because that's what I have right now. What a All question. Right. Next question. How many times have you Googled your name? You know, I don't Google. In high school, I definitely did a lot because I thought it was really cool. 
but my googling myself has definitely declined you, over the years. You kind of have to Google yourself though to find matches. To find stuff. stuff. At, oh, on YouTube, yeah. like on Flow and stuff. Oh, a lot. Like if I wrestle a match, I'm watching it at least four or five times, like that day or the next day. Do you ever wow. go back and re-listen to an old podcast and Google your name, like Redman's Take, Yanni Yakamahal's? You know, I probably like, should. I haven't. I definitely got to make sure I listen to this one before it uh, goes out. Oh, that reminds me. How did you like the last podcast? It was great. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite talking point? I liked uh, getting introduced to you guys. I didn't uh, listen yeah. to the first podcast. <laughs> uh, but you I'm will. Horrible, but you will but start I will. listening to it. So here's what happened. Sites sent it to the to our... Who's Sites? Mike Sites is our... He's our player manager. He's our player manager. Not really a player. He's just a manager. Just a manager. But he's in the group me, so he's got some kind of player status. He's in our team group chat. And... He just sent like, hey guys, I've been doing this podcast. He didn't really sell it the right way. He was like, I'm doing this podcast it's called Red Man's Take. And I was like, if it's just sites talking about wrestling, <laughs> I will listen to it at some point. <laughs> but if I knew you guys were going to be on it, then I would have listened okay. to it right away. All right, all right. Okay, that's fair. He should have said, hey, Furman and Andy made a podcast, and I'm also on it. And that would have been like right on that. Oh. That's fire. All right, ne- next one. Okay, so... If Ben Darmstadt was allowed to start with double boots in on you, no. how long would it take you to get out? Never. And a live go. I literally would have to send a Christmas card from bottom. <laughs> I just would be, like, just can someone, I'd be like, can someone bring me my phone? I'm going to spend a while down here. Put on some TV. Like, I would never get out. I don't even know if I would get out from Ben Darmstadt if he was 149 pounds sized with two legs in. <laughs> Let alone his, like, t- however big six foot four body. With two legs. And my only hope is that I could get him tired. Like, gas him from bottom, Gilman style. Oh, yeah. True. But I don't even go to Iowa, so I can't gas the guy out. Uh, this is true. not possible. <laughs> Dang. Then I'm done. I'm done. So you'd just be stuck, right? I'd just be stuck. My only hope would be wait for him to fall asleep. Maybe, like, Mike comes in and tells him to get off because he feels bad. Maybe freestyle season starts, and then he has to let me Oh, up freestyle season eventually true. starts. True. And eventually. then they got to go back to And then neutral. it's like, so probably okay, bring it back up. At least At least, four like, months? Yeah. March 25th. Probably got to let me go. You get out, though. Eventually, you would have to Eventually, out, he'd have to let me out. Right. Because Mike would be coming, and he'd be like, hey, guys, Hey, you got to drill on feet. Yeah, like, Yanni, you got in the holes, so yeah. you got to let him out of there. <laughs> 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 All right. What would be the final score if you wrestled Gable? Gable Stevenson. Dan Gable. Gable. Dan Gable. 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 I, any Gable. Either Gable. Both Gable. Let's just go both Gables. Okay, so, first Dan Gable. Dan Gable. Right now, though. Yeah, right now. In his current form. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to think I could get him, but he's still he's might get me. got a good grip, I'm sure. I'm sure he's really strong. He's got grandfather strength. Iowa is, style. Iowa style. Which is dad strength exponentially more. Exponentially. Right. So if he has like five grandchildren, exactly. that's 25 it's times the strength. That's insane. Exactly. So maybe I can't get him. I definitely can't get current Gable because he's the Olympic champ at a weight class that's like 100 pounds heavier than but me. But what would be the final score? Folk style. Folk style? Yeah. <laughs> maybe I get a ride out on Dan Gable just off right, his like, yeah. lack of training. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But he's going to gas me in the third period. Probably like a 7-6 kind of score. Oh, yeah, that'd be, it's like, that'd it's be a burner. Match. We okay. maybe get that going. Okay. And then yeah. exhibition. Gable right. Stevenson, Olympic champion. Olympic champ Gable Stevenson wrestling in folk style. I'm getting a couple escapes. Maybe okay. I'll get a takedown if he's like dancing. You're or definitely getting escapes. I've seen it. I'm he, getting escapes. He'll definitely let me out. out. He lets guys out just to take me. If down he waves at the crowd, though, oh, like, I have to just surrender, yeah. right? If he starts like celebrating on me during the match, <laughs> I don't know. He'd probably beat me by at least no. He he beat me by at least two points. Definitely at least two points. But yeah, I don't know what I would do there. 
All right, next question. Who is your favorite coach? You can't ask me that. <laughs> you can't ask all me right, that. All right, fine, all right, fine. All right, who who is your, your, who's your least favorite coach? <laughs> Gliz and I have this running joke. I don't even know if he knows it's a joke, but every time he walks, I'm like, hey, Donnie, hey, Gliz, or hey, Kellen, hey, Mike, and I'll be like, hey, Gliz, and, like, act all sad to see him. It is not Gwiz, though. Well, Gwiz can't be my least favorite coach. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Can you just get into... So we keep this, like, politically correct. (laughs) Can you at least go into, like, the coaches and talk about, like... Them? They mean... They mean a lot to you. I like the coaches. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It's not (laughs) because I'm picking who I like the least. They're all good. They're all awesome. I mean, Callan and Donnie are, like, my training partners, basically. And Mike's my... Like coach, coach, I don't know. And Gwiz is Gwiz is funny. Gwiz was cool. I liked Gwiz before he was even here. Like they were, they're all awesome. Frankie, Frankie can't sleep on Frankie. Frankie Fitz, Frankie Fitz, can't sleep. Best on, dressed guy in all of Ithaca. Can't sleep on Scotty. Can't sleep on Scotty. Skeep. Sorry, Scottish. <laughs> Scottish. Sometimes I forget Scotty's a coach because he was never my frog coach. I see Scotty as like RTC athlete. Scotty is such a great person. Oh, I didn't take a frog year because they told me not to. Who's they? At the time, it was... The Mafia. Yeah, it was the Cornell Mafia, (laughs) a.k.a. Rob Cole. No, Coach Cole called me when I was in... I was in school, but I was in the library, and he texted me. He was like, answer your phone. He called me. Like, I was just in the library doing homework, and he was like, hey, uh, you're not going to redshirt when you come here. And I was like, oh, like, how come? He's like, it was right after I had not really wrestled that well at junior trials. I think I took third. Or the junior open. That would be terrible to take. I just didn't wrestle that well, and I was kind of down on myself. And he's like, if that's the worst you're going to wrestle, I'll take it. And that was all he said. (laughs) And he hung the phone up, and I was like, I I guess that works. Okay. Showtime. And then I wrestled. All right, next question. How excited are you for school on Monday? (sighs) You can be honest. Huge school guy, me. Just Yanni kidding. did not know that school started on Monday until I, I told him in the locker room. I yeah. heard somebody go, man, I can't believe we have class on Monday. And I was laughing, and they're like, oh, no, we do. <laughs> Which is horrible. I'm glad someone told me. Or else you I don't like to learn? <laughs> I love learning. You don't enjoy learning? I love learning stuff. But sometimes, you're just like, oh, why are we in school? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's online, I'm kidding. though. It's online. It's online for the first two weeks. <laughs> you know what it is? I actually would really like online school because I realized I, the part of school that I don't like is going. Like, I love, like, I actually enjoy, like, being in class and, like, learning things. But it's just like, oh, I got to drive there, which makes me sound incredibly lazy. Maybe I am just really lazy, though. <laughs> but I actually really enjoy, like, some of the classes I've been taking. But the fact that it's online is huge because I can just sit with all my stuff right in front of me at my desk and do it that way. All right. Good answer, Yanni. Good answer. Riveting. Way to keep Good the answer. people happy. Riveting. How long would it take you to solve a Rubik's Cube? I've never solved the Rubik's Cube, so it'd probably take me almost as long as it would take me to escape from Darmstadt. <laughs> like or how, however, long would, how long would it take you? Or however, I don't know, if a YouTube video could, if I, no, I wanted to Google video. it. Just, no YouTube, okay. No YouTube video. And you're, okay, here's the situation. You're locked in a room, and you cannot escape until you solve the Rubik's Cube. <sighs> Food get, and water will be provided. But, like, not but a you lot. you can't leave the room. Okay, Enough yeah, for sure. you to survive, but you can't leave the room. I'd You're like in a to Rubik's think... Cube prison cell, if you will. <laughs> it prison... is all the colors of a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> the prison cube. cell is a Rubik's Cube. Oh, my God. And I have yeah, to yeah, solve yeah. it to escape. The... Exactly. It's like Rubik's Cube Inception. Whoa. Um, that might be copyright. Yeah. We're good. We'll have to get and... legal take a look at that. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut that part out. Yeah. Um, Probably like a week or two. 
I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I used to think it was really cool that I could solve one side of the Rubik's Cube. And I was like, look at mom. And like, my parents were like, oh, that's great. <laughs> so I don't know. It'd probably take me a while. But I'd like to think just from trial and error, some grit, maybe a couple in the holes, I could get it done. Do you think being yeah. faced with like... Adversity? With like, I cannot leave here until I... I mean, that would definitely get me to focus. Yeah. I can't do anything else. I can't even practice. No phone? No, you can't practice. No phone, no wrestling oh, practice. You're done. You're, you're solving No swords. You're solving I got it. A day. I'm, solving I'm solving it. I'm saying a day. I'm solving it by 3 o'clock practice tomorrow, probably. What if Mike, <laughs> my, what if Mike was like, you have to be at practice tomorrow? Well, I have to figure it out. Then you just solve it. You take, <laughs> it done. You peel the stickers off. Oh, yeah, at that, that point. Peel it in place and get back to him. All right, next question. What did you think of Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania? My my hometown, twenty miles south of Pittsburgh. Watch, you better watch what you say here. I have uh, a great story about this. And Yanni <laughs> took a trip back home with me, like maybe a year or two ago. Yanni, what did you think about Cannonsburg? I think it was after my freshman year or my sophomore year. You were a fr- you were a frogger a freshman. I was and a freshman. I think. We, we don't stopped know at this. Times here. It was time just is, after. It was sometime illusion. before now, and we stopped at this little like bar restaurant thing to sit down. And first, I'm uh, like, shout out Hofbrau. They have the best burgers and wings. It was really good burger. And this guy came up to me and Furman. <laughs> that so good. And this was so funny. This man like, used to be my middle school wrestling coach. And for like ten or fifteen minutes, he's telling me how great Furman is. And every once in a while, <laughs> I would be like, I, I, I know, man. I'm on the team with him. Like I know. Yanni coming off of his second national title. And yeah, but that's nothing compared. It's to nothing compared to champion. a Pennsylvania state champion. No, is the pinnacle of the sport. Whippeal the Whippeal champion, champion really. Champion. If you win the Whippeal conference in Pennsylvania, you're, you you're the king of the sport. Retire. That's the pinnacle. At that point. That's it. And he's telling me, he's like, man, this dude. He's like, this guy was horrible. And look how far he got. And he's he's smacking me on the back. And he's like, man, you keep working hard. One day you can be like Furman. I swear to God. And, and I was like, thank that you, man. Like, you. That's really cool. And ever since then, I've wanted to be just like Furman. And there you go. And that's <laughs> that's look my, at the man you've become And look today. at who I became. I'm wearing hats, wearing look winter coats. Wow. All because of Furman. That's impressive. <laughs> all right. Doing this podcast. Next question. <laughs> Next question. You'll like this one. Um, have you ever watched a movie in entirety without looking at your phone? You know, <laughs> this feels like a uh, loaded question. Do you, ask, do you ask everybody this question? Uh, yeah. You're our first well, guest. Well, you're our first so guest, so perhaps. yes. Are you yes. going to continue to yes. ask everyone that? Yeah, we'll, we Maybe. will. For you, we'll, we'll slip it in. Let's see. Call it Yanni's question. For you, question. if you really want us. We'll call it the Yanni question. The Yanni question, okay. Okay. Um, you know, believe it or not, I have, just not with really? Furman. <laughs> Maybe he just picks bad. No, he doesn't pick bad movies. I would never say that. I, would, but I appreciate that. Thank it's you. hard for me to go two hours without thinking about something that I need to check my phone. Like, I think about a wrestling thing or, like, someone texts me. And then I just feel bad, like, not replying to them. But, yeah, long story short, I definitely have done it. <laughs> but Furman probably has never seen me do it. So, I don't know if that it. counts. I've never I, seen I, him do it. There's probably never I been a documented movie where it's been confirmed. Maybe only in a like movie. To, wait, do you pull your phone no, out? No, you can't theater? do that. That's You're crumb. scum of the earth. But that doesn't count. <laughs> I'm talking about sit yeah, down in your living count. room and watch a movie. Yeah. Oh, there's probably no way. <laughs> I remember the worst. This is a quick side note. I remember the worst movie setting ever. Andrew was there. We were looking. It was our frog year. We were just going to throw on a movie. And, you know, Very we're going to watch it. We had all intentions of watching it. It was Apocalypse Now. It was over. It's an over three hour long movie. Uh, we one. throw it on. It's I a slow burner, too. It's really slow. It was very crawling pace. 
and it was just the most boring thing I had ever been a part of in my whole life. People Probably say didn't. People say it's a good movie. I felt it's, like, it's supposed to be great. Look, I, we weren't ready for a three hour. Just weren't at that level of focus. No. Probably didn't take your phone out, though. Uh, I'm. Andrew fell asleep. I just fell asleep, so I, I don't think I did. No. Your phone was definitely not out. Yeah. There. I don't remember the movie. I don't even count? really remember, to be honest. Ever watched it? No, that doesn't count. All right. <laughs> next question. <laughs> you gotta next watch question. the movie. Uh, Furman, you got this one? Okay. When or what what was what was your worst haircut? Oh my god. Do you guys ask me because you know this one too? No. So I, am I should I have known should this? Should I one? know this? No. No, but it it was when I was here. So <laughs> I think it was over the pat this past summer. If you asked Mike's wife Kylie, she would remember because she the first thing she did when she saw me was pull her phone out and take a picture of me. Oh it was that bad. It was that bad. Oh, and no. so I get, I feel like I get a pretty standard haircut. It's like low fade, but oh, no. Freddie Stroker was like, dude, you should tell the guy to do, I don't even remember what he said, but like to do this with, he's probably like, Oh, get a fade with like the side <laughs> of your, with like just, and he's like, don't An tell undercut? him. Yes. But he was like, only yeah. do it with the side of your head. Like, don't tell him to mess with the top. I'm like, okay. So I, and Freddie, I don't know. It was the summer we were here. I'm like, whatever. Freddie's dude. very stylish. He's a very stylish he guy. My hair's gonna grow back in a month, and then I'll cut it back to normal. But this guy like changed the way my hair parted. He middle parted oh, me, no. and like, oh, no. it was horrible. And I Do don't have. have I mean, pro- I'd have to dig through. I'd have to dig through. But okay. we, when this podcast when this comes podcast out, drops, can you, dro- can you drop the? Photo? We'll, air, we'll drop the photo. Uh, and photo on the podcast website brsn yep. uh, cornell.brsn.com. Check that out. And it was horrible. It was horrible. I, I've wore hats for a while. I never really wear hats in the summer like that. And I had to just grow it out and like cut it. I remember even Mike. Mike usually never comments on anything. Mike Gray. First thing he said when I walked around, he's like, "Dude, that's horrible." Oh, oh like, no! I love how nobody even lied to you. They I was were like, just like, "It was so bad." <laughs> he just roasted lie. you. You could probably see it on my face how upset I was with the haircut. Oh I was just gosh. like, it was painful. It was horrible. Speaking you know it's bad when they don't even say anything. They, they just, just take a picture. Take a picture. Oh, like, I gotta document oh this before he takes it away. Because if you know, if you start clowning and then you take the then picture, you they're start gonna hide it. it, it try to fix it. But back. if you just pull the phone out real quick, don't even say anything. Just, oh my gosh! What are you she about just haircuts? she just laughed and took the picture. No, oh. my mom when we were younger used to cut our hair, and Elijah, my younger brother, he's now like a freshman in high school, but he was seven or eight years old at the time. She was like buzzing the side of his head and he like moved or something and she buzzed the top of his head. Oh, no. So she had to buzz his whole head, basically like shave him bald when he was <laughs> like seven or eight years old. And he's crying in the chair because there was a little mirror for him to see. And he was like, I'm ugly, mom. You made me ugly. And he was crying. I felt horrible. And after that, our mom never cut her hair again. Wow. <laughs> That's, That's good. Amazing. Good growing up stories. That's amazing. She just wanted to try it. She was doing good for a little bit, and then we had to we had to cut it after that. Cut it. <laughs> all right, all right. Next one. That's a good answer, by the way, Yanni. Good job. Thank you. Um, who is tougher, you or Spencer Lee? <laughs> so I'd like to think me, because I love myself. Right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Spencer one up me though with the ACL thing. He definitely, he definitely. Do you think he he, he saw had, you? He had one ACL and probably wrestled at some point. I think he tore his ACL like in high school. Right. And then I won my freshman year with a torn ACL, and he right at that moment was like, "I'm gonna tear my ACL before the NCAA tournament." He's like, "I'm he gonna decided one up. right there." He planned it. So I gotta tear. Breaking news: I'm gonna tear both my ACLs. Oh. 
He's knocking on, <laughs> knocking the on non-wooden surface. On the marble table. I'm going to tear both my ACLs and a third thing to one-up him. A third him. ACL. A third. I'm going to tear someone else's ACL. <laughs> so, so that I am confirmed toughest. Watch out if you're wrestling Yanni in any of these upcoming yeah, matches. No ACLs are safe, including my own. All right, and then a follow-up to that is also a who's tougher. Who's tougher, you or Greg? Definitely Greg. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. He's cooler, tougher. He's, your he's evil, got more he's pins your than evil me. He's twin. Oh, he's a pinner. He's a pinner Greg's for sure. A pinner. He throws a cow catcher. NCAA Wrestling got that great vi- cow catcher, Greg. Oh, yeah. I'm not a pinner, unfortunately. I'm more of a get a who couple would, takedowns Who would win, guy. you or Greg? Well, I think if I, you guys were the same weight. I think I'd beat Greg, but he he's if definitely you guys tougher. Were the same weight. Greg's definitely getting me in the third period for sure off toughness. But here's the thing: you I would know win a thirty minute grind match. You were Greg. Greg would get me in a thirty minute grind wow. match. You heard it here. The first, only first. thing that would save me from beat to for me to beat Greg is the Big Brother effect. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> but if it was just Powerful. nameless, if it was just nameless wrestler and I stepped out there, he'd probably get me. <laughs> Next question: If you had to live in another country, which would it be? I could even get more specific than another country. Oh, my god! I live in the Caucasus region of Russia. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Go on. Perfect, elaborate. Perfect my wrestling skills. If, so, it, like, life is tough over there, but... If but you you'd were, be good at wrestling. You'd be really good at wrestling. And I'd like to think that I could get through the tough stuff. I mean, they have it way harder than any of us three have had. But... But it'd be, I mean, it's a really cool environment. Like, they just wake up. They don't really have anything to do over there, so they go to practice probably twice a day. They just train hard for them. And they're all really good, so it'd be cool for me. But side note, when I was in Japan for the Olympics with uh, Kyle, that yeah. was really cool. It was so clean there. It was, like, the cleanest place I've ever been to really? anywhere in Japan. Tokyo? Tokyo, even Nakatsugawa, when we were, where we were for training camp. There's no garbage cans. I asked somebody, like, what do, what do you do with your garbage? And they're like, oh, well, we take it back to our house. Wow. We throw it out. What? They're very clean people. I feel like that was kind of the same thing in Sweden, but maybe not. I heard a cool story from one of the guys who were there when they were, like, scoping it out before the Olympians were there. And he had left his book bag on a bus in Tokyo. So, like, it's, it's, in, the, it's in the New York City of Japan, yeah. basically. And he's like, oh, my God, like, my book bag's on there. Like, I need that. It has my passport. This guy was like, don't worry about it. And he's like... No, 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 like, I can't lose that bag. Like, I won't be able to go home. And they're like, it will be right where you left it. And the bus came back in like five hours, and it was sitting right in the seat That's exactly wild. where he left it. That's wild. Wow. So, so you would, Japan ca- is a close ca- second. Caucasus region of Russia, you know, Dagestan, Ossetia, but then right under that, Japan probably. But I have to learn. I'm learning Russian. I don't know any Japanese. Da. Kagdela. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> Wait, what's the what's the word that they say when they're like Davai. Oh, Davai, 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 Davai. And they say like Bashli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to remember that. Um next one. How awful are paper bags? They're horrible. I actually converted from paper bags to pillowcases to carry my <laughs> <laughs> to carry my food and drinks. And so, you walk up to the cashier and you're like, put everything in put the bag. Put everything in the bag. No, I still have to buy it in whatever bag they give me, but my freshman year when we wrestled in Vegas, same same trip Sweeney told me to stop being a little kid. Um, we got groceries and we parked like at the end of the parking lot. So it was like a, a decent little walk back to our hotel. And right away, right in the first five minutes, first five minutes, first five steps, my bag rips open and all my drinks, food oh. spilled everywhere. Horrible. And I was, 
very upset about it. Probably a little distraught. I was just like, no. That's terrible. Like, I oh. lost food. I'm like, we have to go back to the store at some point. I have to at least. You got down on your knees and you were like, no. Like, screaming to the heavens. <laughs> and Mike Gray was like, listen, Mike had a brother, Mark, who was on the team. He graduated right before we got here. And he was like, what Mark did in college was he put all the stuff in a pillowcase. Because if a pillowcase gets a little wet or like a little heavy, wash it, won't, it. it won't rip. And oh. you can wash it. <laughs> it won't rip was the greater issue. So now I'm hashtag team pillowcase for my way and stuff. So if you're if you're team pillowcase, is there anybody else that's team pillowcase on the team? You now? know, I'd like I to know think Chaz was. Chaz but. was team pillowcase. I'd like to think I've spread my influence. I know Vito will occasionally join team pillowcase, okay. but Vito usually is a better packer, so he's got like a bag that he puts his stuff. At in. At this point, I broke and finally got the uh, the store center. You got the Yeti bag. No, <laughs> no, Furman's I got... a big Yeti guy. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeti plug here from the pod. Uh, if we can get sponsorships. Yeah. Sponsored by Yeti. Cool. Let's get Yeti. Sponsored by Yeti. Thank you for the sponsorship. Yeti could drop a sponsorship for uh, Cornell Wrestling if they That'd want. That'd be cool. Some we we use their models. We would all use of, it. A lot of Yeti products. A lot of Yeti. I just to. traded in Hydro Flask for Yeti. Wow. Big upgrade. Huge wow. upgrade for me. We're wow. anti, this is an anti-Hydro Flask Wrestle- Yeti could take over the wrestling market. Could. However... Uh, I've converted to the bags that you got in store. They were like, what, like $4, you get a bag. The reusable bags. The reusable bags, That's yeah. a good... Because it was raining, and it's like, yeah, you can't, well, it's you raining, absolutely it's... can't use a paper bag in the That's rain. game over. Yeah. No, you're done. You I, can't do it. I always, Any kind of precipitation. I always get the reusable yeah. bag, but then the next time I go, I forget to do it. And then and you gotta then leave I have to leave it in your car. Oh, is that the I just leave it in your car. But what about when you bring your groceries in? Just leave it by the door. And next time you go to your car. But what if you're man. stupid and you forget them? Yeah, that's the thing. Well, then I guess you're spending $4 every time <laughs> you go to the... All right, okay. That sounds fair. That's fair. Next question. Do you believe in ghosts? You know, I don't not believe in ghosts, but I'm not like a huge ghost guy. My aunt's a big ghost believer. She actually thinks for a while a ghost was haunting her house she used to live in. <laughs> not, not even making fun of her. She swears he saw the ghost. Yeah. So, I... I believe in so some based ghosts. Based on some firsthand account. Based on family experience, I'm I'm a ghostly believer, yeah. Interesting. Okay, okay. What about you, Andrew? Do I believe in ghosts? Uh, no. No? No. How about the ghost of the Yellow House? No. We've never had any experience. <laughs> I've heard of the ghost. Ben Darmstadt, if he is. ever makes it onto this podcast, he probably will. Before he Should forgets be about it, you got to ask him about the ghost of the Yellow House. If the thing is, if we we bring, heard the ghost looked like him. If we bring Darmstadt on the podcast, all the comments are gonna just be like, "Why is where he? is Darmstadt? Where is Darmstadt? Where is Darmstadt?" Hey, you guys want to know where it is? Where is he? It's a secret. Yeah, it's top secret. Top secret. We can't. We, we can't won't tell even. You. We'll bring him on the podcast just so people will listen, and then ne- <laughs> that'll and then be like the most viewed anything. video in this whole podcast. Oh, and then we'll get. We why do. didn't you talk about yes. where is Ben Darmstadt? Why didn't anyone mention that? He's That's how we're gonna up the viewers. Yes, you gotta post the video and be like, Ben Darmstadt announces. Where Something. he's been. Oh yes. So, I actually have a pretty cool ghost story that made me believe in ghosts. I was with my then-girlfriend, current fiancé. Uh, we were sitting Gretchen. with my... Gretchen. Shout out, Gretchen. Great. Great person. Shout out, Gretchen. Gretchen the Great. Gretchen the Great. Um, we were sitting on my living room couch, home alone, watching TV. So, it was some dumb girl show. I was on my phone. She was like, why are you always on your phone? Oh, you sound like And me. I was like, all right, whatever. You know, so I like put my arm around the couch and toss my phone to the floor. And after the show was over, I was like, where's my phone? It wasn't anywhere near the couch, wasn't under the couch, wasn't in the couch. And she's like, I don't know. 
I'll call it. It was in the basement. What? It maybe it now, fell through. That was really right, windy. So it wasn't windy oh, was at that draft. time. Was you, left, you left the window at that open. Time, our dog, our dog is pretty old. Wouldn't just. We had one dog at the time, not the three we have now. She wouldn't. T- she wouldn't. That's not something she would do. She's just not a character. She, yeah, you know your dog. She's not. Yeah, she's a lazy dog. So she's probably sleeping in the kitchen, <laughs> waiting for food to fall maybe on the floor. Maybe some food. Um, it was in the and the only explanation if you did if you don't believe in ghosts and there are other stories in our house which are pretty creepy they're very ghostly very ghostly such as my dog barking at one corner of the wall several times throughout the day and night do go- dogs that's okay. have ghost vision they I do heard. supposedly that's what people say but um yeah the phone it could have tumbled if it carried on a perfect arc could have hit our stairs and made two ninety degree turns. And ended up in the basement. It's but like the I uh, don't believe that the the Chef Boyardee can yes, yes. from the from the old commercials. <laughs> We're gonna need an engineer to get on here and figure out the uh, yeah. equation for that. We'll, uh, Very true. That's outside of my pay. And if we'll get even, Chaz on even the if, if Chaz it on was here. that, I would have had to throw my phone very hard, and not just did. a toss. Well, like maybe you were in rage over the phone. dumb girl show. I was in rage. Okay, so last question is a series of questions, but they're lightning round questions so we're gonna give you a word and you have to tell us the first thing that comes to your head when we say yeah, it's word. like it's like light rapid like fire weird, yeah, like no, Vito no type thought. speed answers <clears throat> Correct. yeah exactly okay first one baba quick 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 garage <laughs> <laughs> that's where i wrestled growing up okay all right kellen go Goat. <laughs> Kellen is the goat. Kellen's big goat meme on our team. Cornell. Wrestling. <laughs> Brian Realbuto. Funk roll. <laughs> That's two words, but. In the holes. Mike Gray. <laughs> Disney. My dad hates it. <laughs> Baba hates Disney. Soup. I can see that. New England clam chowder. Okay. Best soup the out chowder. there. Chowder. But uh, but it's in the it's, soup it's, category. It's, it's the first thing. It's the first thing. That comes I to think mind. it's the There's best. No wrong answer. Best soup either. chowder. There's no wrong answers. Sites. Uh, there's like our inside joke. Sites the elitist. <laughs> he is an elitist. <laughs> but He's man- from Long Island. Sites elitist or sites manager? Either of those. Mike. He is Mike Sites. All right. Sure. Next one. Ryan Gosling. First thing, first thing, first Literally, thing. Literally, there's no thoughts going through my head. Zero thoughts. Zero thoughts. Wow. Empty. He's no comment. No comment. Wow. Wow. I'm All shocked. Right. What's, what was your <laughs> lightning round answer for Ryan Gosling? Notebook. Blade I don't know. Runner. I just did notebook. it. You just did it to me. Blade Runner? Yeah, the notebook. Blade you know, Runner. Blade I've never Runner. seen the notebook. <clears throat> me neither, but I know he's in it. of course. Great right. movie. Good movie. Um, Jaden Ironman. <sighs> Literally, that, that sound. <laughs> I have nothing against him, but that's literally my one loss, and it was the dumbest possible way to lose a match. I was only up by three. Dove at his feet, got cradled to my back in the last ten seconds of the match, and that was awesome. That was a great way to end my uh, tournament in Florida. Right. Sushi, spicy tuna roll. Okay. Kyle Dake, functional patterns. <laughs> Wegmans, Baba. <laughs> Specifically, Baba's fish. If you buy fresh fish and seafood, you're buying or fresh fish at Wegmans. There's a chance you're buying my dad's fish, which is pretty cool. That's very cool. Great. Those are all the questions we have for today. <laughs> 
Great podcast. <laughs> Guarantee you, out of all the podcasts you've done, you've never heard. You know, we didn't, we didn't want to do the typical, like, Yachty, how did you discover how to wrestle? Yeah, we figured that all the questions really have been asked, because you've been on probably, if I had to guess, At least like 200,000 200, podcasts. Of, At least four as, as I've seen. Definitely four. Definitely four. Minimum. So For we, minimum. We figured, you minimum. know. What's the max people, on that? People could see a different side of you. Maybe five? Yeah. <laughs> we want okay. to get to know the real Yanni. The real Yanni. I can say with great what confidence, really you tick? any of these questions I've never been asked on any other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Love to hear it. There you go. Uh, Love to hear it. And Yanni, we do feel so comfortable having you on because you are one of our very good friends at Cornell. Thank you for coming on today. Thanks so much for listening to that first episode of Red Man's Take. If you haven't already, subscribed to our show on Apple Music and Spotify. Discover more stories about Cornell athletes and teams by following Big Red Sports Network on social media at CornellBRSN and check out www.CornellBRSN.com. We hope you enjoyed the conversation with Yanni. Now let's get into our Coach's Corner segment. Great to have you on, Coach Mike Gray and Coach Nick Wisdowski. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Good afternoon, boys. All right, let's start by recapping this past weekend's performance against our Ivy League rivals, Harvard and Brown. Any star performances and standouts? Yeah, I thought um, as a whole, I thought the team wrestled, wrestled well. The, the one thing that I really like to see is the fact that we, I guess, wrestled to our potential, right? We didn't, um, I guess, wrestle down to uh, our opponents. We wrestled at a high level and um, I guess didn't sacrifice didn't sacrifice that so as a whole that was a really good job um, individual performances I think Greg Jack Mahalis did a really good job um, the Harvard opponent he had a history with uh, going back from high school and even when they were younger so I found that out afterwards Interesting. Uh, I didn't know that yeah, I, I heard that actually someone told me in the stands I think an old rival Greg's <laughs> yes an old rival Greg so Greg did a good job um uh, <clears throat> You know, got that last score and ended up locking them a cradle. Um, you know, in the, in the closing moments there. So, so that was great to see. And then, um, you know, similar similar type of performance in the second match. You know, um, did a really good job of getting off of the shot, defending, and then got to a cradle and, and got the fall. So, was happy with with Greg's performance. Um, some others. I mean, his brother Yanni's uh, had. Issues has, has had issues pinning people. <laughs> Actually, it, it's going to be funny when the listeners hear this. We kind of gave Yanni a little hard time for uh, not pinning people. We a said little, he was going for the anti-pin record. Actually, <laughs> yes, a little flack for that. Yeah, so he actually ended up getting two pins. So that was that was good to see. Um, you know, we know he can get all takedowns he wants and <laughs> things like that. But uh, we like to see pins, so it was good to see him. Um, you know, get the fall. And then I thought that. Um, Ethan Hatcher, right? So he, he split matches, but um, we gave John Lowe the weekend off, and uh, I think uh, Hatcher stepped in very nicely and you know did a, did a very nice job against Brown and also uh, was in the match. Had a couple locked hands calls that were, were, were tough. <laughs> I didn't know that was a rule, personally. I didn't either. Yeah, so... Gwisney, though. <clears throat> and we're on that. I don't want to go into it. <laughs> yeah. Ethan locked his hands and then unlocked and locked again, and that made it uh, two penalty points as opposed to one, and they ended up losing by uh, two. Th- those two penalty points came back to bite him in the butt. But nonetheless, he, he wrestled hard. Um, you know, he, he, I guess, did what he, did what he could on the mat and, and really just performed the way we want to see him perform, right? Attacking for seven minutes and, 
didn't ultimately didn't get the win, but um, you know held held the standard that we like to see. Yeah, uh, I agree. I, I thought I like Hatcher's energy. He always brings big energy and comes out there. Last weekend against um, Army. Army, 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 yeah, big energy, <laughs> uh, and he came back again this weekend with more energy. Um, that was good, and I also liked what I saw out of uh, Julian Ramirez. Won both his matches, but he was able to do some things that he's been focusing on, and uh, he struggled to do in other matches uh, this season. And he finally put him into a match. Um, so hopefully, seeing more of that, and closing out matches, and keeping guys off the legs, and scoring throughout the match. Um, and then um, Owen Finn looked good in, in his extra bout too. Both his extra bouts, the second one he lost, but he was coming back in that match. Um, that's a guy that doesn't get a lot of matches, and then was able to come up and, and wrestle two matches on the day. I was, I was pretty happy to see what his, um, what his output looked like and his execution and things that we go over in practice. Yeah, I'm a big fan of those extra bouts. I think yeah, that they're uh, awesome. a great addition, um, you know, for, for the fans that don't know. So, obviously, we're in, we're in the COVID world, so last year, um, when teams came together and competed, they allowed for, um, you know, athletes to get extra matches in. So you wrestled the dual meet, and you could, and you could also get extra matches in. So for us this year, we have our, you know, our ten, our ten starters for the match, we'll say, and then we have the ability. If the other team has brings extra guys, we can uh, re- wrestle extra matches as well. So I think it's a, a great opportunity for, you know, maybe some wrestlers that are coming back from injury and just want to pick up some extra matches and uh, kind of get back into the groove. But also uh, something that, you know, myself and, and Nick and the rest of the coaching staff love is the fact that it keeps guys, um, I guess, locked in and it gives them a reason to train, right? They're not just training um, to, to help their, their, their teammates, which is important, but also, you know, gives them an opportunity to, to train for an actual match. And this point in the season, um, traditionally, you don't, you don't get to see that. So that's, that's uh, I guess, a kudos to the NCAA. Hopefully they keep those around. Yeah, I was glad to see those. Uh, I think the whole team is going. pretty happy to have those extra matches, especially sure. if they don't. Yeah, well, there's a lot of opens, I feel like, at the beginning of the season, but then towards the second half, there's, there's not as much, or they're few and far between. So, And it's funny that you mentioned Owen Finn because we were all talking about, we're like, man, Owen, in his first match especially, we were like, he – literally wrestled I feel like he did every single thing we worked in practice like every mat return like it was to a T everything we did in practice more guys need to do that <laughs> um, so now if we could maybe get into like a preview of this Columbia Navy um, try match if you will yeah so um, I think it's kind of unique what's really cool and it usually doesn't happen too often is uh, Columbia and Navy are actually wrestling each other at 1 p.m. at our place, right? So they're going to wrestle each other. They're going to wrestle each other first, yeah. right? They're going to be the, the appetizer for the fans, I guess, right? And then, uh, you know, we wrestle Columbia at 3 and we wrestle Navy at 5. So uh, looking, looking at, at both those teams, um, we came across Navy at the Binghamton Open, right? So beginning of the year, but... You know that they're going to wrestle hard, right? Similar to the academies, right? I guess, I guess, holding true to the academies, right? Yeah. You know, just, yeah. just hardworking individuals that are, um, you know, going to be service uh, men for us. So, you know, they're going to wrestle hard. They're going to wrestle through all positions. So we're we're going to need to be prepared and be ready for, uh, you know, gritty performances, 
right? R really wrestle in a full seven minutes and, and be on it if, if we need to. So looking for that uh, at a Navy. And then uh, Columbia, you know, they, they're continuing to get better as well, right? So um, they wrestled Lehigh really tough. So we know that we're going to need to be sharp for them as well and be ready to execute, right? The one thing that I stress to the team, uh, stress to you guys every, uh, I guess every Monday when we're leading into a new week is just, right, execution and also progress, right? Not, I guess, settling back, but continuing with our upward trajectory and, and, and I guess, our uh, ascension to, to the NCAA championships, right? We want to get better every week, and that's something that I preach, and um, I want to see it this weekend. Preaching the growth mindset. That's it. That's it, Brendan. That's what, that's what we want to see out of you guys. What do you I think, agree. Nick? Uh, like you mentioned, we saw Navy at the Binghamton Open first weekend of the year. Um, they got a couple, a couple tough individuals. I look forward to seeing how our guys wrestled them here at the end of January compared to how they wrestled them at the beginning or the end of November. Um, and, and that's a team that, you know, they're going to bring good energy. They're going to wrestle hard. You know, we have to wrestle hard and wrestle technical and, and through our abilities, too, and I think we should be all right. Uh, Columbia, I don't know much about them. I've never competed against them. Oldest wrestling room in the NCAA. Wrestling program? Wrestling room. No, we're the oldest wrestling program, I think. No, I'm saying the oldest wrestling room. Okay. Is it Columbia? Oldest wrestling room. Okay. Yes. Well, that's, that's, that's a fun fact. Brendan always, <laughs> Brendan always has these great tunes uh, for us before practice. We have a... Uh, a Furman's Facts segment before practice. Uh, I'm a big day. fan of the Furman's Facts. I am a big fan of Furman's Facts, and, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, learn something new every day, and, and if I haven't gotten there by, you know, 3.30 or 4 o'clock, Brendan's got it for me. Growth educating the world. <laughs> you know, growth, growth mindset. Furman's exactly. educating the, the team Is one fact, fact at a time. Back? It can be. I can push today's back one day. That'll be the fact, because we have Columbia this weekend. Yeah, it's very fitting. Yes, very much so. Coach Wisdowski, do you know Navy's mascot? Do you know their name? The midshipman. The midshipman. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Do you know why that is? They're on ships. Middle of the ship. I don't know. <laughs> Good like guess. That. Do you know it? No. I don't know either. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere. Question, right. question, <laughs> question without an answer. You'll love, you love to see it. I believe that's the Socratic method. Right. <laughs> so, coaches, we've prepared a few questions for you today. Um... Andrew, would you like to start? Yeah, we'll start with Mike. Um, I guess this one could kind of be towards both of them. Yes. Um, these will apply to both. Yeah, these are just, you know, questions that came to our mind about uh, for this podcast. The first one is, what was your go-to after weigh-in food? After weigh-in meal? After weigh-in food? Uh, like right after or once we were done? After you weighed My, in, fresh off the scale. Fresh off the scale. Uh, peanut butter and jelly, right? Peanut butter and jelly or maybe a little bagel cream cheese action. Um, you know, a fruit cup. Fruit cups are right? solid. Man mandarin orange. <laughs> mandarin orange fruit cup. But uh, I, I... Some of them have like fruit juice, natural fruit juice, but... Back in my day, <laughs> right? Sure, it was, just, it was the, just sugar and syrup, and man, yep. I love it. So I would, I would slam a couple fruit cups, uh, have a peanut butter and jelly. I, the other thing I love to do was I, I need those power gels because I didn't really need to break anything down, 
right? So, and you pretty much had the nutrients of like a power bar, mm -hmm. but in your power gel. Yeah. So I would, I would put down a couple of power gels right away. Oh, the ones you just like, yeah. Slurp them up. Yeah, like, 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 like with the yeah. Ironman, uh, yeah. you know, and triathletes, uh, I guess, I don't know if they eat them now, but uh, good source of energy, some good starches in there, right? And uh, will give me that energy I needed to go out there and take care of business. What about, what about you, you coach? Uh, Coach is heavyweight. He probably doesn't even care. the same things, right? Because our, our coaches would buy food, yeah. so I wasn't really hungry after wins. I just, Burgers, you know. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't do those things. I would just kind of pick through there. I wasn't I wasn't that hungry, so I wasn't, like, really digging out things. Maybe I'd make, like, a cold-cut sandwich or definitely some fruit cups, but I wasn't, like, lining up like these other guys, like, prepping their things. I was just kind of like, nah, this stuff, I'm good with, One with it or without it. If I'm, if I'm hungry, I'll have some, but I'm not too hungry. Do one funny story from I think it was either Florida or Scuffle, but Low John Low was asking Mike about foods after wins, and he was like, "What about deli meats? Are those good?" And Mike's like, "No, they're too salty." And Low had just bought like a two pound oh. bag of like, <laughs> sliced turkey, and Mike's like, "Yeah, turkey's probably the worst because it's so high in salt, <laughs> and that's all he had. That's all he much. had. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. All right, but you gotta." You gotta take what you can get at the time, right? Yeah. But uh, you know, actually, not too bad after weigh-ins, right? You, you want to replenish the, you know, the sodium, we'll say, or, and get those electrolytes. But uh, during the week, just a, a deli sandwich, two, 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 two times a day or once a day. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's better options. Yeah. Yes, there's much better options. Maybe maybe fresh chicken breast. Oh, yeah, we do this one. All right. Um, so yeah, and then the next one. Um, for Mike, um, did you ever envision um, being a head coach, like envision how it would be to be the head coach when you were just the assistant? And then also, how has this season been different from what you expected of being a head coach? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously my dream was to, you know, be the head coach here. Um, you know, didn't know when it would come. So just, you know, just, I guess, holding true to kind of what I believe and I just continue to work hard and, and you know, go to work every day, bring your, your hard hat and, and uh, just hammer away. So in that regard, you know, when the opportunity came, I, I knew I was ready. And the one thing that I always um, lean on and, and one thing that I preach to our guys too, right? If you know that you can outwork everybody, then you can be, uh, I guess, comfortable. That, that might be the word, right? You can be comfortable with, with the unknown because you know that if something comes up that you don't really know what to do, you're gonna do the work to figure it out and, and you're gonna ultimately you know, believe that you're gonna come out successful from it, right? So obviously a big shock um, when Rob you know, moved and, and I ended up being, being the guy, um, but once again, just you know, took the bull by the horn, so to speak, and, and just dove on in and, and went to work. And then uh, what I envisioned for this season, I don't know, it's, just, uh, it's definitely different than my, my previous role. You know, it's, it's a lot different, um, but I, I guess it kind of is what I thought it would be, it, you know, different yeah, than, yeah. than usual, right? Dealing with different tasks, right? right. Um, being more of a manager, right? Being more of a, uh, I guess, the guy in the sky, right? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> right? The yeah. guy in the sky. I wouldn't say pulling the strings, right? But um, keeping keeping the whole ship on track as opposed to... Uh, dealing with, I guess, personnel, right? Definitely. Yeah. 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 The puppet master, right? Uh, but no, I, I think that that's really, 
and that's what I envisioned it, it, it to be, right? But right. When, it, when, when you're in it and, and you're, you know, just doing different roles than usual, right? Sure. Um, it's just, it's a lot different, but it's enjoyable and, you know, I'm getting um, a lot of satisfaction out of it. I'm happy with the things that we've changed and, and the development we're seeing because of them. Um, and I, I think that's, I think that's a good thing. I think you guys are enjoying it as well. And um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a different role, I guess, but it's, uh, you know, enjoyable. And I will say that it's, it's, it's definitely more nerve wracking because it all falls back on you. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's definitely uh, a different level of stress, 100%. But I've, I've heard it many times from, from many right. uh, alumni and, uh, you know, fans and supporters. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, uh, you know, my wife and, and my family and, you know, all, all you guys as well. It, it's, it, it's like, uh, be careful what you wish for because, you know, you're, you're the one that's leading the ship and you want to make sure that everything um, is as good as it can be and we're as successful as we can be. Right? But I think that at the end of the day, we always lean back on what we um, have always leaned, leaned on with this program, right? Hard work, dedication, and, uh, you know, being ourselves. Right, sure. not trying to be other people. Be Cornell, right? That's how we're going to be our best. We're not going to be the, you know, the best version of another school because we're always going to be second if we're doing that, right? Sure. So, stay true to who we are, be ourselves, and uh, yeah, that's kind of my outlook on it. Well Good said. Stuff. Well said. Coach Quiz, <clears throat> what are your thoughts on music at practice? Music at practice. <laughs> uh, funny you guys asked that. It's a contentious question, Brendan. Yeah. To start uh, I don't mind it. You guys just play loud music when we're trying to do technique and, <laughs> and we're trying to, I'm trying to, you know, coach or talk to someone and you guys are blaring some music that's uh, unfavorable to some ears and it's like, I don't want to yell. I'm trying to talk to you guys and, and I feel like it gets distracting and, and people hide out behind it. And sometimes you just need to gather yourself and have your own thoughts and converse with your partner or your coach and lower your music and, and do it you know there's times when, when we're going live sure crank up the music and and do whatever you want but there's also times you need to, how are you going to gather energy in an empty gym you know how are you going to do that you, know, you need you need to be able to operate in loud environments and quiet environments um same song on or is the song you think stinks like you know Maybe it's Weird Al playing. Maybe it's Pump It Up over <laughs> and over. It's funny you bring that up. It's funny you bring that up because that was some my... Some guys, some guys are like, oh, what's this? Shut this off. This stinks. Uh, who put this on? Turn the music back on. I'm like, no, just focus on the wrestling. Don't worry about your surroundings. So, right. so there's a strat- There's a method behind the madness for the Weird Al? I well, wouldn't say a method, you just but, enjoy but, but you guys are creating a method by, by crying about it. It looks like a method. <laughs> yeah, really, hey, I, fa- I like Really, Weird Al. Brendan doesn't good, like it. I don't like tunes. it. But well, Weird Al, Donnie loves Weird Al. Okay. Like, Donnie loves Weird Al. That's probably he does weird. play some. He does play some weird stuff. Donnie loves Weird Al though. That, that, Deep that's cuts too. Yeah, <laughs> not the mainstream ones. Yeah. Yes. My follow up for you, Coach Quiz, was going to be your opinions on Weird Al. So it's funny I, that you dude, brought that up. Weird Al was like one of the like, <laughs> the first CDs I had in my CD player. Like, I, I remember C- driving what album? and listening like the same album over and over. Albuquerque. Might have been like Ryan with scissors. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I know that was because I, I just pulled it out and walked over and listened to it. Running so, with scissors, that's the name of the album. I like that. Yeah. That's a, a 
dangerous title. <laughs> Running with scissors. So, Mike, would you tell us about the G-Hop? Oh, the G-Hop? Yes. Describe for all the listeners what the G-Hop is. The G-Hop started when I was a kid with, with uh, Old Man Gray, my dad, right? The Gray's House of Pain. Um, so, when I was a kid, we had a wrestling room in my house when I was, when I was growing up. And uh, would do practices down there with, with partners and such. And then, you know, do a lot of conditioning and things like that. So, I just felt like it was such a great... Um, it was, it, was, it was such a, a great experience for me that I want you guys to experience it too. <laughs> so after practice, um, you know, I'd like to say, I take you boys to the G-Hop. Yeah. Take, take you to Grace House of Pain. <laughs> and we'll do some, some circus, we'll do some rower sprints, we'll do some, some, some crawls, some, you know, just some, some normal sprints, some in the holes, which is mm. two down and backs in a certain uh, period of time. Short period of time. Yes, yes. Short period of time. That's that's a better way to put it, Brendan. So, yeah, I just want you guys to experience all the joy that I did. You know, all, all the joy that I had. How about Man. yesterday or two days before Donnie said, get on the line, I think Jake Brindley said, what line? <laughs> like, there's only what? one. There's only one. Really the line. The line. There, we, everybody knows what the line is. Yeah. The line. It doesn't have to be marked. We know what yeah. Which line? the line is. The line is pretty no, much get to the bleachers. Yeah, get to the bleachers because we're doing, we're doing sprints. <laughs> or down, down, that, down this end. Oh, yep. You know down exactly. at this end? Oh. Which end? I'm going to start asking that now. Which end? What line? Hey, start going horizontal. <laughs> what, line up on the bleachers? Do you Wait. think everybody would just lose their mind if we did sprints one day and send the wrong, the wrong on end? The, I, that would be That would be that would crazy. Right down here, I'm like, what? Don't at this end. <laughs> Go to they, the wrong end. They would be very confused. In high school at Reno High, we didn't do like regular down and back sprints because our room was like really narrow. So we had to do this thing called Z run, and we would go like in a Z, yeah, and then back and forth. It was very unusual. Zigzags like that. Um, my my question for both of you now is, what was your most memorable win as a wrestler? Ooh. Um. For me, it was probably my... I'm just whiz. face. <laughs> so for me, it was probably my senior year. Um, I had my torn ACL and came back late and ended up, you know, making the national tournament and then ended up uh, winning the All-American round. So I was in, in the uh, Constellation quarterfinal. So I was really an All-American, but I was wrestling uh, Lou Ruggiero from Hofstra. We wrestled. Nemesis. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't say nemesis, but we wrestled since we were kids. That's, right? a, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a nemesis. That's a big time rival. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I, I mean, I usually, like, he, he definitely beat me, but I used, I mean, I. That I, many I, times, it don't, it don't matter. That's, that's Steelers Ravens right there. No, I mean, he beat me a few times, but I, I own the series for sure. <laughs> yeah, but just the fact that you guys go back that, that far, that's got to be. Okay. Just like, I mean, just like you're saying, it's a memorable win. It must yeah, have just been. Like, just like. Just like Greg's wrestling. No, but it was, but it was memorable because I was losing and then, uh, you know, got ridden like a dog because he got a leg in. <laughs> and it, there was no slipping out with a brace, so I was just like, oh, here we go. Right? And then third period, I got like three takedowns and a stall call and I ended up winning the match. That's uh, Yeah, so it was, it was fun. Um, but yeah, probably that because there's, you know, a lot, lot to overcome that year, but um, yeah. That sounds. That's one of my 
most memorable ones, I guess. That sounds like a sweet victory. Is that the one in the the Big Red Wrestling posted the one time and you were like, Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's it. When I was throwing my hands up there after. I almost got reversed though. With with 10 (laughs) seconds left, I was, I was on top there and he almost, he almost, uh, you know, I I put a leg in. It's probably not the best idea. Uh, (laughs) Didn't have too much mobility there. But uh, yeah, he almost he almost knocked me off over the top and, and and you know shook me off. But I hung on and got got the dub. So and we're talking about it today. Very nice. What about you, uh, Coach Wiz? Mine, I would say. So far, obviously. So far, I, I would I would I would say probably my my win at nationals my sophomore year. I guess Nelson would probably beat me two times before that folk style, um, and just. Winning, getting a winning takedown with your foot inbounds, and you just feel like the air leave the leave the guy. And you're like, beat him. <laughs> you're listening to the ref count down from five or three yep. or whatever, and you're just like, oh my, I won. <laughs> I wasn't thinking those were. I was thinking far different ones, but it was sweet. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, Mike, would you tell us three of your favorite movies? Doesn't have to be your top three. Because I know that's on the spot. Your top three. Top three. That's, that's challenging. That There's three, three ones that you There's really, really that you like. So we, we, we watched a couple of them on the bus. So I like uh, The Departed. Is It's a great flick. Great right? movie. B- big fan of The Departed. Um, what's another one? There's one I just saw that I really like. I don't know if it's in my top three or whatever, but it's a really good movie. It's called The Rescue. It's about those uh, uh, that, that soccer team uh, in, in Thailand. Oh, they yeah, got yeah, stuck, yeah. They got stuck in the, in the cave. And, and they and they got him out and they, they pretty much sedated the kids crazy. and got him out and put him in like uh, diving rigs. It was really uh, a great movie. So it's was it, it was a documentary? Or was yeah, it's a documentary. That's it's, uh, sick. And it's made by the same uh, I forget the guy's name, but he, he made uh, Free Solo and oh yeah, you know, I think it's like Danny. I forget his last name, but I know you know I'm talking I know about. Who you're talking about yeah, actually. so pretty, a lot of the climbing movies he does, a lot of the movies for for Nat Geo he does, and you know kudos to Declan for having that. Uh, well, I should say. Kudos to, to Kylie for having that account, uh, <laughs> that, that Disney Plus account, so we could check out yeah. that, that, that flick, right? So that was that was a really good one I saw recently. And then my next one is going to be, I don't I mean, it was a decent movie, but I we got to go with Declan. So the new Spider-Man. Oh, I went, went and saw my first movie ever with Declan in the theaters. That's sick. That's that, awesome. That was, that, was really, that was really fun. So that movie will be memorable for the rest of my life, uh, regardless of... It was a good movie. I mean, I, I, I thought it was good, but... It's always going to be up there because of uh, the experience with it. How many questions did he ask during it? Oh my! <laughs> so it was like me, Yanni, Vito. I hope uh, you went middle of the day. Didn't ruin uh, Scott, <laughs> Scott, <laughs> yeah, it was no. It was the middle of the day, and luckily there was nobody in the theater because yeah, the movie yeah. came out so long ago. So it was just us. I think like Sal was there and, and uh, Scotty was there. So we had like and Julian as well. So we had a group of like you know like what, eight people. And, Good group of guys. And, and Declan was. Uh, Asking a lot of questions, but I think everybody saw it already. They just wanted to go with, with Decky for his first uh, viewing experience. That's sweet. Yeah, so it was fun. Um, for Coach Nick, what is the best Christmas present you have ever received? The best Christmas present. Wow. <laughs> oh, Mike said my, my Beats headphones are dead. <laughs> yes! So You're... I've been wearing, I'll probably have them on today for the phone time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's up there. Hadley got me those this year. Uh, very nice, and I put them to use big time. Um, I don't know. Probably one of the the better ones I ever got was 
me and my brother got the original Xbox, ooh, ooh. and that had some sweet games to it, and uh, we never had a gaming system before that, so that was like the first one, um, and we had a lot of fun, had a lot of fights because of that, <laughs> definitely, definitely sharpened my competitive... Uh, Matches on the rug? Uh, things, things got physical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but also kind of, he played a lot more than me, so it kind of forced me to go do other things because yeah. I was not as good as him in video games and I would not have uh, you know as much time on it as him so I had to go do other things but it was a lot of fun that I sounds like a good that. That it's a great gift Halo and, and Dead or Alive <laughs> two, the two games we had that's awesome nice. this next question is also for Coach Nick what is your favorite HGTV show <laughs> I literally <don't> <laughs> You live one. You should start one. one. Actually, actually, we're, we're beyond HGTV, myself and Hadley. We watched This Old House. It's a PBS show, which is... Never heard of that one. Far, it's far, it's far beyond... Superior. It's far beyond the stuff you see on HGTV. Oh like, gosh. professionals redoing houses that are, like, 200 years old, down to, like, the nails they use. Refinishing wow. windows that, like, George Washington looked through. It's, <laughs> it's cool. Uh, this, the HGTV shows like... They're good, uh, but I don't know. They're not like that one. This listeners, if they hear this old house, you guys can actually watch it in the in the lobby. Yeah, maybe we'll get that going on in the background. It's been around for like fifteen, twenty years. Yeah, Uh, but it's like a a real like home remodel, renovation show. (laughs) That sounds truly riveting. Um, (laughs) You guys definitely enjoyed it. Okay, for Mike, um, say hypothetically there was a wrestling tournament. With all of the NCAA Division One head coaches, yep. what place are you taking? Of all the, d- the D1 all the D one head coaches in the country, regardless of weight class, regardless of weight class, it's one bracket. Open it's all weight. of them, open weight. Well, we gotta see like where are you going. I mean, I'm not I'm not beating the big guys. That's for sure. How big? How big is the limit? I don't know. You're, you're very strong. Your grip is incredible. I do have a good grip. Um, however. I don't think I'm going to be the Olympic champion. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll take my two NCAA, you know, All-American honors. I'll put them up against that Olympic gold, but I don't think I'm going to get it done. Uh, I think you're not Say it's you, you and Damien first round. Who wins? Damien's gotten, gotten lighter, so I might be able to get to those. Might be more nimble, though. No, he's definitely more nimble. No, I mean, you know, I like to think that I can uh, – you know, get the job done and put people in boxes, but I don't. I, have, I have faith that that your conditioning is far above though. the other head coaches. I think Mike would do very well. Yeah, yeah. Well, he has the house of pain. Yes, yes. He has access I mean, to the house of pain. The other guys do not have access. On pure grit and determination alone, I'd probably be middle of the pack. Okay. No. <laughs> You'd be scrappy. Though. Yes, I would be. I'd be scrappy and wiry, true to true to myself. Coach Gray. Yes. Who's tougher, Yanni or Spencer Lee? <laughs> We asked Yanni this too, so it'll be on the on the podcast. Oh, this earlier. is fun. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, he, he has two titles on, on with you know Yanni only did it once with no ACL. It's true. It's true. Right? Um, I mean, look at the stats. No, though. come on. I'm gonna, <laughs> don't lie. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a homer. Come on, Yandy. I'm gonna be a homer. Absolutely. Let's right, go. Yandy. Good question, though, man. For Coach Nick. Really good question. For Nick. Cats or dogs? Ooh. 
He just got a dog. Yep. He just got a dog. That's why. Him. And he has cats. That's why I asked it for, for all the viewers. Cats. Uh, I know the dog doesn't. The dogs are requiring a lot more attention now. The cats. Uh, independent. Very independent. You know, a lot give you a lot of free time. The dog, he's always up to something. Um, <laughs> For having fun, a dog. For doing things on your own, a cat. There we go. Different vibes. Yeah, if you if you have things you want to do and not worry about the animal, then definitely a cat. And just when it's convenient. If you all the time, a dog. Okay. Dog or friends? More time. Yeah. Dog is a friend. A cat's just like. Do you want, do you want like, a companion? Uh, a dog. And cat's like, like, oh, there you are. I'm gonna go this way. Yeah. Coach Nick, if you had a backpack to fill up with whatever you wanted to. How long could you survive in the wilderness? <laughs> you have a backpack. You can put whatever you want in the back. It has to fit in the backpack. Okay, so it's not like Santa's... Uh, no, it's not Santa's sack. Santa's sack, no. So just like a school backpack. A hiking backpack, school backpack. Hiking is a lot different than... Yeah, hiking backpack. Hiking, you can it's put hiking. I, would, I, I would probably put... Uh, I don't know how long I could survive until... Like, how long could you survive? Get me out of here. Couple, couple subs. Just as many as subs you can get. Couple of loaded, loaded two foot subs like missiles in an airplane. Uh, I don't know. I would need a, a tarp, a tent, or something. <laughs> Keep me out of the conditions. And food. Fire making. Yeah, you definitely need Do you have to travel or can you just stay in the same spot? You can stay in the same spot. How long could you survive? Without needing to go somewhere else to get more resources. I would guess that maybe like three weeks. Three weeks. Wow. You'd have to really conserve your, your food and, and whatnot. But if you don't have to travel anywhere and you can make a safe, like a tent or something to keep you out of the conditions. And if it's mild conditions, if it's not freezing cold. He's just going to hang out. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just hang out and like go swimming all day if I was to find a lake <laughs> lay on a rock or something yeah. but, but uh, if I had to like travel and find my own food then I'm, I'm screwed <laughs> but if I could fill it up with cans of spaghettios or something <laughs> cans of beans yeah like Dennis the Menace you know what I'm talking about the bad guy the bad guy Dennis the Menace eating the, uh, the spaghettios how long do you think you can survive Brendan I don't know if I had to pick my own stuff probably putting fishing stuff in there so you can have sustainable food maybe some fire starting stuff I don't know I, I think where are period. you getting plate I think a week maybe a week way more than a week no way okay. what wilderness are we talking about here I'm thinking PA woods summertime uh, summertime summertime if it's winter it, it would be day I would seriously consider bringing like a comfortable chair to sit in <laughs> Right. I would ground. do this with my friends. We'd go camping. Yeah. And, like, obviously, pull vehicles and went backpacking. Back, I would be completely satisfied with just sitting in a chair all day. Yeah. Given we had, you know, multiple coolers and anything else. <laughs> I if I didn't have to move all day, like, I won't move all day and just sit there and talk to someone. Very sit, horizontal. Sit and converse. Yeah. All right. This, uh, we should probably start wrapping this one up. So, this will be the last question um, for both of you guys. Who on the team? Would you never let date your daughter? Oh, there it is. Oh, that's a tough question. <laughs> I know. 
Brendan Furman because he's married. Wow. There you go. There you go. And, and yeah. Andrew. And, oh, and, 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 oh. and, 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 no, no. Okay. Wow, yeah, now you got to pick. Oh, I'll let you go. Because he's engaged. Yep, there it is. You like what wow. I did there? A poli- that, was politically Dude, that, was, that was that very was good. That was outside the box. That thinking. was very good. That was good. That was outside <laughs> the box thinking there. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. If I may, oh. one last question. All right. Yes. I was very curious. Go for it. <laughs> Coach Gray, what do you think about Kylie's social media presence? That's a good question. That's a great question. Uh, she is. Uh, her presence is much more. I guess felt than mine. She's <laughs> present. Yeah, she's. I'm she not, is present. I'm not present on Very social present. media. I, I'm a big liker and retweeter and uh, shared my story on Instagram, guy. You know, sharing um, the story is a big, a big one. one. You know. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I like to, uh, you know, talk to people on the phone. I guess. Yep. Call <laughs> up. And His number people. is. Yeah. I, 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 I like to chat people up on the phone and also, um, you know. I like to get my information out there with my sharing of sorts, but uh, and I'm, I'm, I might make a post here and there, right? When, when I'm feeling uh, frisky, but other than that, <laughs> other than that, you know, I, I just I worry about other things I need to worry about. For sure, so. for sure. All right, yeah. So uh, thank you guys so much for your time. It's been a pleasure, gents. <laughs> thank thank you. you guys. <laughs> this podcast is a Big Red Sports Network production, produced by Michael Farku, Veronica Lewis, and Mike Seitz. BRSN is a student sports media group at Cornell University.